welcome everyone. Boundary for Life is the best place where B2B professionals can learn more about demand generation and sales enablement in general. And today we are going to talk about how do you drive revenue through inbound or outbound techniques? A very interesting topic, something kind of like a conversation that I have very frequently with prospects, trying to understand what uh, do we mean by that and what are the differences. So really excited. If you are watching or listening to this episode for the first time, remember to either follow us or subscribe so you can get more notifications of future events and let us dive in right away. So why this topic? Well, usually I have conversations with prospects where we discuss, you know, if our services make sense. We are demand generation agency. And in those conversations, obviously the, the part of the process that I follow is I try to understand if, how they are sourcing revenue right now and, and try to differentiate the fact that we will help most of our clients with the inbound part of their demand generation process or revenue source. And that's when I have this look on, well, if, what do you mean by inbound? And if you don't do, if you do inbound, what is that you don't, you don't do? So that, that's the, the reason of this conversation or this talk. And so let us dive into first the definitions. What do we mean when we say inbound, either techniques, strategies, lead sources, or revenue source? Well, the biggest difference for me, and there are many ways that people define them, but the biggest difference for me is when the lead or the opportunity or the person that um, you are doing business with as, you know, as a lead or prospect comes to you by any, any channel that you have available, phone, phone numbers, live chat or whatever, they come to you. That's an inbound process or lead or the result of an inbound strategy. And if you as a company, either sales or marketing or any other actor on the company or just the owner is reaching out to that person without you know being asked, that for me will be an outbound process. And that's the one I like the most. <clears throat> I think is very clear because other definitions focus on cost or the channel itself being used. And so it goes into this gray area in between. And, and that exists. But I think if we focus on that aspect of who is reaching out, it's very clear, the definition. So the first problem probably is that some people think that either marketing or sales do only one. But the reality is that not. Both areas can um, do both. Can Both areas can have inbound and outbound techniques apply at their companies. The only difference probably is going to be the scale. But, however, it's really common that most of the outbound efforts are being performed by sales and most of the inbound efforts or a larger percentage of inbound efforts uh, are, and in my opinion, should be performed by marketing. So usually when I have this conversation with prospects, is that's what I try to, to mean by we will help you with the inbound portion because most of the inbound efforts come from marketing. And usually the client itself is either the owner or if they have a, ideally a sales team is doing the outbound or the outreach to prospects. However, again, there are situations where one department can do the other because, for example, a client or a prospect might reach out to a salesperson that they already know, and that will be an email lead for the salesperson. And marketing can do outreach efforts that scale, 
like uh, sending cold emails to a you know a, a big list of people that will be an outbound effort even when it's triggered from marketing when usually your outbound efforts are one-on-one on, on, on sales. So that will be the difference between the two areas. Now, the, the, before diving into what do they have, what are the differences? We need to dive into what do they have in common because that's really important. Some people say, well, uh, it's better to do one or the other. I don't agree with that because they share two key things. The most important one is that it doesn't matter if you are doing inbound or if you are doing outbound. You have the goal of creating demand and generating revenue for your company, right? So that's really what the main thing that they have in common. If um, It doesn't matter if you are the, re- the one that is reaching out or if you are getting prospects or opportunities. If you are doing this correctly, you are influencing the, re- the revenue generation process of your company. And um, the other important thing is that it doesn't matter if you're doing inbound or outbound, you should have um, very defined and concrete segmentation of your um, market to have a clear say on which is your audience, right? So this is another thing that they have in common and they should have in common because even if you're doing outreach, that doesn't justify that you are not targeted on who you reach out either on one-on-one efforts or at scale. And the same goes for inbound. Just because you are writing content, it doesn't mean that you are trying to reach to everybody that can read it or everybody that can watch it or listen to. You should try as much as possible to narrow down who should listen, who should watch uh, that content or, or read it. So those things I think are the ones that they have in common. However, they do have clear differences and we can talk about them as pros and cons. And there's a framework that I recently heard that I like it a lot. It's actually a, a podcast that I will recommend you guys for. In this case, this, post, <clears throat> this podcast sorry, is for creative people, entrepreneurs. It's called Two Bobs. And um, one of the hosts, Blair Eanes, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, share a fantastic framework about um, how they, he called it, I think, is the the ladder of leads or lead generation. And while he called that, and he uses another step between sales, marketing, there's one called education. Look it up on, on iTunes. It's two bobs if you're interested. There's something that I'm going to extract from there that I really just resonate with what I believe are the pros and cons of you know, inbound and um, outbound channels or techniques. The first one, the the one that is really relevant is he called it the expertise validation. And it's really interesting because when you are doing outreach efforts or outbound efforts, usually the expertise or the the reputation is held by the person on the company that is reaching out. Like the seller is saying, well, we are great or we are good at this or we have successfully solved this. And so in uh, when you're doing that outbound effort, the only person that can back up that is the person doing the reach out only. You don't get an external validation. And that's something that happens with inbound. When you create content or when you interact with people in the industry, you show expertise as you are sharing your knowledge. And that brings you validation, you know, from 
external validation is not about the, you know, we are good and we are the best and we take care of you is I know, and, and you can showcase things that you have done and people will find them. And it's even better if you get that validation from someone else, just like what I'm doing right now, right? Saying, yeah, I think this podcast is great. And people get into that content, that's, that's even better. That's, you know, the stage that he calls educational. So that will be one key difference. The other one, and, and for me, is one that is really relevant, especially to owners, because we will have two camps. It is related to power, right? When the company is reaching out through outbound, the power on the buying decision is on the buyer, right? Because he is the, the one that is being asked. And so in outbound, the seller is in a weaker position because he is asking for, or if this is a marketing effort, but it was going to be the same. The, the level of trust and the level, you know, the reputation will be low because that person have never heard of the company probably, or if he have had, he's been interrupted. He might not be ready to buy. And it's completely different if you come inbound, because in that case, usually the lead is coming from a position of, I know that your company has the experience or is capable of, and I want to know if you guys can work with us. So the, the, the relationship on power changes inbound. Usually the, the seller has a stronger position than in the other case. But the reason outbound is really, really important is because it has, hun- it has something that is very hard to replicate on inbound, which is immediacy. Right. If you need business now, and that's the reason most of those outbound efforts happen on sales, then you need to do outbound because you can influence revenue faster or in a shorter term than with inbound. With inbound, especially depending on the kind of uh, inbound effort that you do, for example, um, I'm going to go to an extreme here, but if you if you want to write a book and that will show your leadership and your knowledge and expertise. That's great. Probably it's the great inbound source of future revenue, but it will take a long time to uh, recoup the investment and it cannot happen from, from today to tomorrow. However, if you have a list of potential you know, buyers during their demographics, even if you don't know them and you start dialing in, even when you will have a very low percentage of success, because most of them will not be ready to purchase right now. Most of them have never heard of your company before. Nonetheless, you might have an opportunity and you might get some business right away. So that's probably the the, the biggest difference or uh, the, the biggest reason some people, some companies or most companies do outbound and it's mostly the recent sales is in charge of that because of that immediacy to bring new revenue to the business, right? And different kinds of organizations will have different mix of that. For example, companies that have a strong brand where a lot of effort has been done on the reputation and expertise and a lot of customers have succeeded with the company, they have such a presence that even sales get most of their leads from inbound efforts, right? The customers or the, the clients, the potential clients are just lining up to be taken care of. That will be ideal, right? Like a, an Apple kind of example, which um, where the product is so well known that you just 
you just take the orders. And in those cases, even sales itself behave more like a you know marketing process because he's taking care of the clients and all that, but he's not aggressively following for leads. And it can be obviously the other way around. Now, um, being more specific also on the assets that are made, produced by those efforts, there's also a difference usually on inbound because it takes a long time to produce them. And they are most, most of the time kind of like what they call evergreen. Those assets have a long life shelf life. They, they will block content, podcasts, videos will stay for a long time. And usually outbound efforts will be short lived. If you go to a threshold, that will be the end of it. If you do, you know, a calling an outreach event or something like that, or campaign, probably you will have that event in particular, and then you exhaust the list and that's the end of it, right? So that will be another different. Now, after, you know, I have this kind of like conversation with prospects, I usually get the question of, well, which one should I do first? Or should I do just only one, right? Should I just do inbound. And my answer is, it's not black and white. This is really, really important. It's not that one is better than the other. It's just that it depends on the business and your needs. For example, talking about that immediacy, if you are, I'm going to put a very quick example. If you are just starting uh, your business, or if you are entering into a new market or industry where you don't have any reputation <clears throat> and you still have to build authority on the field, then probably starting with outbound will be the, you know, the one that will bring some results right away. And some people think that that outbound means, you know, completely spamming people. That will not be the case. It's just reaching out. You might do this through, you know, warm leads. Yeah, for very small businesses, that might be just family and friends and knocking doors and trying to understand who might be a good potential candidate and just asking questions for larger businesses might be just reaching out to current clients or past opportunities or um, creating partnerships where you go together to market. But you, you will probably are going to be very proactive on, on that sense while you start building your inbound efforts. If in some cases you can wait, then yeah, definitely you can start with inbound first and uh, just wait for, for the results. Usually on the long run, inbound has a higher return on investment. Obviously your potential leads will have a better experience. So you will not affect or damage the brand by reaching out for all the people that, you know, might be annoyed because you are reaching out right now. But, but again, most of the times when you have nothing, there's some level of outbound efforts that have to be done. Now, uh, a better way to frame it or an analogy that I like a lot is to compare it to someone that, you know, for some reason needs a constant supply of apples. I would use that example of apples. I like it. So imagine that let us transform revenue into apples and you need apples. So if you need them now and you don't have any trees, probably you will you will go to the supermarket or the grocery market, grocery store, and, and you will either buy directly those apples or you pay someone to bring them that knows how to pick the ones that you want. And for me, that's kind of like the analogy for the owner trying to sell directly or 
maybe commission someone. So in that scenario, you feel that those add-on efforts behave more like a cost of sales, right? Which is actually what, you know, when you are dealing with sales, sometimes commission will represent, right? It's the cost of bringing the sale and it has that immediacy, but, and it can scale quite, quite nice, right? If, if it makes sense, you can, you can keep it that way for a very long time. There are a lot of companies that start with a strong sales team and just do that for a very long time. But eventually, if, if you really want to be known on the market, you want to source those apples from, you know, yourself instead of reaching out or sourcing that effort kind of like that. And so that's where your inbound process starts. And it behaves like that. It's like planting a tree. You will need um, to plant a tree. And for a very long time, the only thing they will have will be the sprout. There's no apples there. But finally, you get your own apples and you can stop relying on you know, purchasing them from the grocery store. And you can, and you can definitely do both. But in, in general, my recommendation would be if you are a business owner or if you are a person in marketing, we're getting to a company for the first time and there's no a formal sales process. Solve that first because that album process has to be happening at the beginning through sales. Marketing can do some outbound efforts too on warmer leads and uh, definitely start building your inbound machine over time so you can uh, rely less and less on, on just outbound prospects, which I don't think ever is something that any company should ever stop. I don't believe that uh, a company should rely 100% on inbound leads, even when they can, even when they do some, some companies do for sure. But uh, I think it's always healthy to have a mix on those just because just like it's usually healthy to have both the marketing and sales team, right? And that's just one of them. So that will be all for today. If you have any questions, post it here, or you can just reach out by email or put them on the chat. It's been a pleasure being with all of you today. And uh, remember, if you want to um, listen to future uh, episodes, just subscribe or follow us. If you like what you heard today, give us a review or like or share with someone that you feel another B2B marketing professional that might be interested. That will be extremely helpful. And thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.